The Ad Contrarian Show is on the air. Hello, marketing bozos. This is Bob. It's the Ad Contrarian Show. This is, uh, what is it? Volume 2, Episode 10, Waste Not, Grow Not. Today's podcast is a second one about the shortcomings of one-to-one precision-targeted advertising, which has become all the rage in marketing land. It's a nice companion piece to Episode 9, which was called, I Finally Understand Why Online Advertising doesn't build brands. Here we go. There's a restaurant in my neighborhood that's very popular. You can go there any evening about 7 p.m. and I can predict with absolute certainty that every table will be occupied and there will be 80 people there. But I can never predict which 80 people it will be. It's the same with toasters. I can tell you with absolute certainty that tomorrow there will be about 1,500 toasters sold in the United States, but I have no idea who will buy them. Also, tomorrow there will be about 500,000 t-shirts sold. By the way, I'm making these numbers up. But who's going to buy the t-shirts? I don't know. Marketers used to deal with these uncertainties in a reasonable but wasteful way. We would use experience and knowledge of the market to anticipate the type of person who would be most likely to eat at a restaurant or purchase a toaster or buy a t-shirt. Then we would focus our advertising on these types of people. Because we used mass media, the media strategy had the disadvantage of being wasteful. Most people we reached would not currently be in the market for, say, a toaster or a t-shirt. But it also had three advantages. First, we would reach just about everyone who we thought would be looking for a toaster. Second, we reached an awful lot of people who we did not think were interested in a toaster but were. And third, it reached just about everyone who would someday buy a toaster. Advertising has changed. Now we believe we can predict exactly who will be buying a toaster tomorrow. We believe we can identify not just the most likely group of people, but the actual individuals. All we have to do is follow them around the web and find out where they've been, collect the data, and soon we'll know when they're ready for a toaster. The idea is to make individual targeting so precise that it replaces demographic likelihoods as the basis for media strategy. So far, this has been a spectacular failure. Each of us is currently inundated with thousands, well, hundreds, of online messages a day, banner ads and emails that are assumed by marketers to be particularly relevant to us and reflective of our individual purchasing needs and behaviors. And we pay almost no attention to any of them. They are essentially invisible. The math tells the story. The usually quoted number for display advertising that it generates about five clicks per 10,000 exposures. It's hard to get much closer to zero. Our arrogant belief that we can predict who our customers are going to be has turned out to be largely foolishness. The problem is that we're thinking like direct marketers, not brand marketers. We are substituting short-term tactics for long-term strategy. 
we are ineffectually using precision targeting to try to engage the perfect individual, and by eschewing mass media, we are harming our brand in three ways. First, we're not reaching those who are not active online or whose data we haven't collected. Second, we're not reaching the unexpected toaster buyers of whom there are legions. And third, we're not building a brand. Mass media advertising may be wasteful by the nearsighted standards of digital and direct marketers. However, some very wise people have pointed out that the nature of what we call waste may in fact be the very stuff that brands are built on. Otherwise, how do you explain the success of almost all the world's major brands, virtually none of which have been built by direct one-to-one style advertising? Now, before I start getting hysterical emails and death threats from digital maniacs, I'm not saying that stuff doesn't get sold online or that online advertising can't be an effective direct response medium. What I'm saying is that if you're trying to build a major consumer-facing brand, online advertising has thus far proven itself to be alarmingly incapable of doing so. And in fact, the stuff that digital evangelists call waste may be exactly the stuff you need to build successful consumer-facing brands. I suggest you locate a study called, quote, The Waste in Advertising is the Part That Works, unquote, by Tim Ambler and E. Ann Hollier. Think about it this way. In 2002, Apple spent tens of millions of dollars in mass media to advertise the iPod. There were hundreds of millions of people who were exposed to iPod advertising who had absolutely no interest in an iPod. After 14 months, advertising had reached hundreds of millions of people and Apple had sold maybe 600,000 iPods. Today's marketers would call the enormous amount of money that Apple spent promoting the iPod to the uninterested waste. But was it? Today, hundreds of millions of people who had no interest in an iPod own iPhones. Isn't it more than likely that the iPod advertising of 2002 had significant impact on the iPhone buyers of 2007 and beyond? Didn't it make the Apple brand more appealing? Didn't it raise interest in mobile devices, particularly Apple mobile devices, Didn't it set the stage for the unimaginable success of Apple in the mobile device category that made Apple the most successful company on earth? Or think about it this way. Why have almost all the brands in your supermarket and in Walmart and in Target, why have they all been built with wasteful mass media advertising and none with the precision targeting of online advertising? Now, As I have said before, there are those who point to Google, Facebook, Netflix, Amazon, and some other web-native brands and say, see, online advertising can build major consumer-facing brands. Well, first of all, I'm highly skeptical that advertising played a major role in the building of any of those brands. It seems to me they were built mostly by PR and word of mouth. And second, just for the sake of argument, let's grudgingly stipulate that those brands were built on the back of online advertising. 
Now, please tell me about the 95% or so of brands that don't live online, that were also built by online advertising. Where are they? If you haven't read about Procter & Gamble's precision targeting fiasco on Facebook, I suggest you do so. Now, this isn't to say that some reasonable effort at targeting isn't valuable. It's hard to make a living selling tennis balls to golfers. And trying to sell lipstick to men isn't likely to create a great deal of success. But once you've done due targeting diligence, trying to find the perfect individual is mostly folly. But as marketers, we always seem to take a concept, in this case, precision targeting, and torture it until it does us more harm than good. Understanding business is understanding that people don't think in straight lines, markets don't move in straight lines, and advertising doesn't work in straight lines. Okay, let's take all this yakking and see if we can reduce it to a couple of simple sentences. Mass market advertising has the problem of waste, but the unintended effect of building brands. One-to-one, individually targeted advertising has the advantage of efficiency, but the unintended effect of brand-building ineffectuality. If you're a brand marketer and you want to grow, when it comes to advertising, you have two choices. Be wasteful or be invisible. Or as they say in playgrounds all over the world, go big or go home. Okay, that's our sermon for today. So be sure to tune in next time for another exciting episode of The Ad Contrarian.